Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Over the last two days, we've been talking about week one of Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. And yesterday, specifically, we dove a little deeper into recovering a sense of safety for your inner artist. And in one of the activities, we identified old enemies of our creative self-worth, labeling them as the monsters that stifle our creativity. But today, we're going to do a time travel activity where we instead focus on identifying three champions of our past artistic endeavors, anyone who has championed our creative self-worth. And Julia Cameron encourages you to write this down as specific as possible, including as many encouraging words as you could possibly think of, regardless of if you believe they're true or not. And if you can't think of specific compliments you might have received, See if you can instead identify any positive memories around creativity. And if a memory does pop up, identify when, where, and why you felt good about yourself in that moment. Did someone in particular give you affirmations? And if there is a specific compliment or affirmation you can think of, maybe you can decorate that on a piece of paper and stick it to your mirror or a place that you'll see regularly. Another one of this week's sample tasks is to imagine yourself in different lives. Consider for a moment that you might have five other lives to lead. What would you do in each of these lives? Would you be a pilot, a cowhand, a physicist, a psychic, a teacher, a monk, a writer, or a scuba diver, or a football player, or a dancer? The key here is not to overthink this part. Jot anything that comes to mind down. And the key of this exercise is to have fun with it. The point of those lives is to have fun in them, maybe even more fun than you're having now. And once you establish your list, you're going to scan it 
and you're going to choose the one that seems the most fun and appealing to you now in this life. And then for a full week, you're going to embody that person as often as you can. If you want to be a country singer, pick up a guitar and look up a YouTube tutorial. If you said you were going to be a writer, start writing. And if you wanted to be something more complicated, like a pilot or a NASCAR driver, it doesn't mean you're off the hook. Instead, research some things that would fit into that world, whether it be training video games or local lessons or general research. The point is to actually put some steps in towards something that sounds fun to you so that the art of doing new things or creative things isn't so intimidating and you can rip the band-aid off of pursuing some of the dreams that you might have been putting off for fear of not being ready or whatever reason you might have had in the past. And the last task that I'm going to share for this week is to take your artist for a walk, just the two of you. So your inner child and you will go on a silent walk with no podcast, no music, just the two of you for 20 minutes to clear your head, get some fresh air, and get some insight from the quality time that you're spending together. Now, week two of The Artist's Way is all about recovering a sense of identity. Learning to trust our creativity can feel new for so many of us, and it is very common for our brains to perceive anything new as threatening. And when you look and feel kind of erratic and unpredictable, which is a big part of creativity, it can look and feel sometimes like you're going crazy. But she reminds us that this is actually going sane. Anytime you are getting unstuck and you are pulling free from the muck that's blocked you, that will look crazy. Because as she reminds us, there is a recognizable ebb and flow to the process of recovering our creative selves. This means as we gain strength, so will some of the negative thoughts and self-doubt and resistance that we've been dealing with. But as Julia Cameron reminds us, we must look at this as a symptom of recovery because typically our negative self-talk is bullshit. But even though they are groundless, they can feel really convincing So we got to remember that buying into that self-doubt and the self-criticism and all of the resistance you feel keeps us stuck, keeps us feeling like a victim, and it keeps us feeling like we're disempowered to change anything about it. She says this ridiculous line, but I love it so much, so I'm going to read it to you. It says, just as a recovering alcoholic must avoid the first drink, the recovering artist must avoid taking the first think. And listen, I think that line is clever, but as someone who has a racing mind, I know I can't stop myself from thinking, but I can stop myself from buying into that thought. And once its effect is neutralized, I can either correct it with a direct rebuttal in the form of an affirmation or through direct action in some other way. But what is notable about self-criticism is its effectiveness in keeping us from taking action against it. So often, self-criticism takes form and becomes self-sabotage. So please do not let your self-doubt become self-sabotage. Creativity flourishes when it has a sense of safety, and self-acceptance is a huge part in providing that safety. So be careful with your recovering artist, be intentional with them, and don't let the newness and the wildness of creativity intimidate you or scare you into stopping. Because the more you nurture yourself to do hard things now, 
the easier those things become and the more you can add to your plate without becoming overwhelmed. But nurturing a safe and fun environment for your inner artist is a crucial step in the process. And tomorrow, I'll be sharing some specific ways to go about that process. But in the meantime, just know I love you so stinking much, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.